Welcome to Higher Perspective with Pam and Eliza. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing well too. Thank you. Happy Puerto Rican Day, Perrin. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Well, I don't know where my congratulations came. It never came from you. Oh, that's right, because you're Puerto Rican. <laughs> I forget sometimes. What do you think of me? Happy Puerto Rican Day Parade. No, I'm serious. What do you think of me? Because like, I was asked this question, like, oh, what do you identify as? Do you identify as, like, a, with a nationality? But I'm curious to what you think. I just think you're mixed. Same. Like I, That's what I, I said, too. Yeah, like, I know you're mixed. And now that you said you're Puerto Rican, I'm like, oh, yeah, you are. But I don't, I guess I don't think about the actual breakdown. Or maybe, I, I guess I just see you as all of it, like, white, Hispanic, and black. So I just see you as mixed. Okay. What do you see yourself as? <laughs> mixed. Right. You know, I'm a little Ecuadorian, too, right? Okay, I feel like... <laughs> I discovered this, I learned this about you, like, two months ago. (laughs) (laughs) And we've been friends for, like, 15 years. (laughs) It's just un poquito. Ooh, look at that. (laughs) Bringing out the Spanish. Get it, girl. honor of the day. Yeah. So, yeah, what do you think about welcoming truth? I think sometimes it's very hard to welcome truth. (laughs) (laughs) welcoming are we welcoming truth are we just forcefully taking it in with hesitation (laughs) reluctantly with hesitation i love that yeah maybe the journey is to welcome it as opposed to face it with fear but i think that's a great conversation uh topic what are your thoughts on on truth and welcoming it and you know, have you had an experience or or has your idea on welcoming truth and your receptiveness towards it, has that changed over time? Yes, it has. It has been a very tough, long journey. And I'm, I'm still trucking through it, but it's, it's still uncomfortable, but it has gotten easier. But I'm going to answer all those questions, but I kind of really been dying to ask you this question. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we really stop to think of this, but what is your relationship with truth? Oh, wow. That is deep. Right? What is my relationship with truth? Well, it's almost like I, I almost want to take a step back and define like is truth subjective or is it objective you know is there is there a universal truth or is truth what we land on after filtering our reality and I want to say that for the most part in my life there could have been a truth that might have been objective but because in my surroundings, there was nobody else 
also agreeing with me in, in my perception of, of what the truth was or my understanding of what the truth was because I didn't really have another party sort of validating that. I think I, by and large, have been really myopic, like really short-sighted about things and sort of, I'm, I'm a cancer and I believe in a lot in astrology. So my symbol is a crab. So I feel like I've just, for the most part, like been in my shell inherently or instinctively about things. So it would be my truth, but I don't know. It would be more subjective. I don't know that the truth that I landed on would would be the same that somebody else around me landed on. And I think in the past couple of years, really like adulthood has catapulted me sort of out of my shell to really look at the, at the quote unquote, like hard truths, the objective reality of the situations around me and and come to terms with that and accept that. And so like to give you an example, like I'm a very emotional person. And so sometimes my emotions would feel like my reality. My emotions would feel like the tr my truth. And I think that's a nuanced conversation because in many ways, like I'm not saying don't feel what you feel, you know, like I think if, if you're feeling it the way to move through your emotions is to allow yourself to, to feel it. But I don't know, I feel like I would live in that space, whatever that emotional space was, and allow that to become the truth, even if that wasn't necessarily the case. Like, yeah. And my husband has been really instrumental in my growth, whether he knows that or not, because I, he's, I've just sort of inherited a best friend that I live with and that were, you know, by by the function of us being married we're we're in the thick of it together and have a lot of shared experiences or and things that I would share with him he would share his perspective on and so he's in a very healthy way has sort of forced me out of my short-sighted crab shell you know filtering of the truth into no this is actually the reality even if your emotion is telling you x question it is it is that really the truth or is it just programming from your past telling you that your present is actually this when it's not really that does that make any sense what i said yeah it makes complete sense okay i think having really good people around you to help deliver truth in a very compassionate way there's a saying that um honesty delivered without compassion is just cruelty yeah so i think there's a way to sort of deliver let's say hard truths or constructive criticism or feedback etc to somebody that you know even if, that you care about but even if it's in the in the function of like business where you know, just by by the function of what you do, you're you're working with people or you're managing people. There's a way to deliver hard truths in a compassionate way where the message 
is actually received and the intention behind delivering the message is actually forward movement right as opposed to judgment you know and and shame um i think that's that's really important and that's partly i think been the biggest difference or change in my own personal life because my husband has a very direct way of communicating but he also in his own way frames it as with love you know is very clear about his intent and why he's saying it and that he cares about me and all that but you know like i don't know like gwyneth paltrow had said you know there's a quote that like marriage is you know being in the biggest meditation of everything that's like wrong with you kind of thing like there's something really intimate about being very vulnerable vulnerable you know in my case in a romantic relationship but i think also in a, in a very close friendship that can exist and being able to through that vulnerability be open to feedback that's constructive and to a truth that's constructive so have you had experiences where that scenario has played out for you where someone who cares about you and you cared about has delivered sort of you know that feedback that truth that that was constructive but for you was probably you know may have been humbling no Oh no! What? No! Wow! Uh, I know, and because you're so perfect. No, 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 no! I'll tell you in a second. I'll tell you in a second. Um, you've been very instrumental in truth for me because you're the only one who calls me out. (laughs) Literally, the only one who calls me out. And I, I'm really thankful for it because in doing that, I know it took years, Pam. I know it took years, but. With my last relationship, I think that's when I really noticed it. And I was suppressing everything to make things work. Mm. I'm a Pisces, so I'm a dreamer. And also, I live in denial. And that's my comfortable... I'm also a Cancer Moon... So I have that crab like crawl into my Mm. shell as well. Mm -hmm. And in my last relationship, I just noticed that these things were happening. And to me, they were okay. And I'm also very patient. So it really didn't bother me, right? I would say it really didn't bother me. As long as you were in it, it doesn't bother me. And we'll work through it together. But still inside, it didn't, it wasn't the most comfortable place. And everyone I dated, they would always tell me, I don't know. So I don't think they were comfortable with truth either as much as I wasn't comfortable with it. But I started seeing someone else now. And it's the most truthful thing Hmm. so far that I've had. And yes, it is very uncomfortable to have all these conversations that... I wouldn't dream of having with anyone, but they've been really nice because I I felt the most free in dating someone and getting to know someone. And like, if you're really going to accept someone for who they are, you have to know who they are. 
And I think it's really helping my growth, um, not just with her, but within myself too. Well, that's amazing to the last part. But when you, I'm curious when you say you're having conversations that you wouldn't have dreamed of having with anybody else, you don't have to share the content of the conversations. But what about it? is the part that you wouldn't dream about having with anybody else? Is it the level of exposure that, you know, or the vulnerability, like what the rawness, what about it? What is that characteristic? Well, I'll, I'll just say the open, open relationship. I think there's no way to work around oh. it. <laughs> um, or like seeing other people while dating. I just mm-hmm. never pictured myself having that conversation you hear it happening but people usually don't have conversations they just go out and cheat so I think it's oh that's interesting yeah so I think it's really honorable and I appreciate the truth and someone voicing that to me and I think and you know because of that I also feel more comfortable in being truthful with her and how I think and what I'm going through and my wants and needs and all of that. It's, it's more comfortable. Hmm. Is there some sort of level of comfortability or respect there? Definitely respect. Because yeah, because, because it's in a, like, in a way, is it almost like the harder path? Because mm-hmm. right. Like in some ways, deceitfulness I think long term is obviously harder because I would imagine that one carries the guilt that comes with and then that's where you lose uh, the trust for sure and so I wonder if there's some level of like respect or some level of like up leveling that you are feeling because here you have or you're experiencing in terms of honesty and communication, because here you have someone who's like putting it all, putting her cards all out there, like just straight up, like this is what it is. It's unconventional. So there's some bravery in that it's unconventional, but this is who I am. And that's almost like really powerful in its own right, because you don't have to agree with it. You don't even have to participate if you don't want But it's actually really respectful of you because she's giving you the necessary information for you to make the most educated decision and best decision for yourself. Right. I feel like that's super powerful and almost rare. (laughs) This whole experience really has me thinking about truth, not just just in that context, but just in life in general and how I want to live. And when I reflect on my past relationships, I feel like communication was there, but that communication was dancing around the point. Mm. And well said. Yeah. And this conversation, it's just like, like you said, here are my cards, do what you want with them. Like we can discuss them, you know, but this is what, I think I want 
I'm not sure or I am sure that this is what I want and how do you feel about it and talking about it in all these different ways like has me applying it to myself in my life in more ways than one that are not conventional. I wonder too, my mind just went to authenticity. Like I wonder if there is, I mean, it's probably obvious. I guess there's this correlation between authenticity and truth there because it feels that's where I want to go to as well. Like she's, she's just being very authentic. And so her being very authentic is then giving you permission to be authentic. And then, then because you're being really authentic and you're projecting this authenticity, it also gives you permission to express your truth or your truth comes out more free flowing as a result of you stepping in your power and authenticity. I think that's really awesome. And actually <laughs> something that I, this conversation's connecting some dots for me too. I had a conversation recently with my aunt about something and, you know, she had said like, own who you are and not only own who you are, but project that out. Mm. And that, that last, I love that. Right. Like project that out. Yeah. Cause you know, it's funny. Like I, like obviously you and I talk so much about growth and healing and, and it's so important. And we also do talk about power, but there was something about like the project that out that was like another dot in in this in this it was just another dot to connect in terms of stepping into your power. It's like, yes, you do the growth, you know, that's maybe step one or step two. But then what happens next? Right? It's right. like you do the growth, you you are who you are, like even what you're talking about, it's like you meet someone they come to you super authentic, authentically, they express their truth, it's unconventional. And then it's like, what do you do with that? Right. And you chose to step forward and like, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mirror this and, and take these pieces from this relationship that I really love and incorporate it into my own personality and work that way. And it's like projecting outwards this confidence, this authenticity, whatever your truth is. And I think that's super, that's just in a super important ad, almost as a step in these processes. It's fearless, right? I mean, I'm, I'm sure she would feel like some judgment or like not feel the most comfortable saying it, but she's saying it anyway. And I think you're right. It is giving me permission to really look at my life and be like, okay, well, how do I want to live my life? And what would I really choose if I wasn't living in fear of what people would say or think? Mm -hmm. And what mm -hmm. do I really want? In relationships 100%. also, you know, like, what do I want the person that I end up with? What kind of relationship would I want to share with them and have with them and the kind of honesty? Right. Because it's like very similarly how I was talking about earlier about being a crab and you know, sort of being an only child, it's like, I had my own version of truth, but I've always been somewhat introverted. I'm not really shy, but, but I'm private, I guess is another yeah. word. I'm private. So 
your truth and 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 perception can can sort of get a little bit really subjective and thwarted sometimes but it all goes back to sort of the privacy me being in this crab like shelf and shell and i think that's very similar in terms of what we're talking about when it comes to projection because you can't project when you're in a shell right or conversely you are projecting that you're in a shell (laughs) right right like whether you know it or not you were probably all projecting something it's just whether you're projecting from a conscious place or an unconscious place so i've probably been projecting this sort of whatever my inner rumination has looked like, whether it's indecisiveness or insecurity is a big one. Um, maybe maybe avoidance of the truth and, and perhaps unconsciously projecting these things. And I think why my mind went to authenticity and what you're talking about with this woman, it's like, it's just so beautiful because when you're authentic, even if you are scared, like you said, or you are fearless because you've worked through that fear, there's no, um, it's like what you see is what you get. Right, right. And so she's projecting truth because that's where she is now. Like that's, she's, it's, it's all connected. There's not a gap there. And for me, it's like one of the things I want to maybe practice this month is what am I projecting? What truth am I projecting my truth or am I projecting indecisiveness about my truth? Am I afraid to feel powerful or am I afraid or am I okay with feeling powerful until the point that of projecting it and I'm afraid of projecting it? You know, so I think that's going to be my journey because what you said, truth, I feel like there's so many layers to it and it would be amazing to feel like I'm in this place where it's all super in sync. You know, it's like my truth is my truth is my truth. And that's what I project and kind of how you're talking about it. It's like, well, take it or leave it. And I'm projecting that confidence and that security, that inner security too. You know what? That's funny. It is security and mm-hmm. having truth. Like even mm-hmm. though it might be, I don't know, a little strange to dance with. There is because I'm not used to these conversations. There still is security there. Why do you think it's so hard for people to tell their truth or tell their truth or if things aren't working out, just being honest about it and telling their partner? Uh, You know, I think we all fundamentally want to be loved and want to be accepted. Mm -hmm. And I think my theory is that if you tell your truth, if you expose yourself, who you really are and get rejected, that, that cuts deeper than potentially getting rejected by the appearance that you're putting on you know if someone thinks like thinks like that now what would you tell them I think I would say well first I have compassion because I think you know I think we all even if you're projecting the confidence and all these things I mean I think just part of the human experience to feel vulnerable and and to, and to have these thoughts, even if you don't 
let those thoughts rule your actions. So first I have compassion. And then I think I would go to, it, it, it all takes time and it all takes practice, but don't underestimate the little changes that you can make or the little improvements or the little practices that you can incorporate into your life that add up to big changes in the long run. You know, like this woman that you're talking about, like, I would love to almost hear the background from her of, of her getting to this point. Cause we're hearing about her at this point. Right. Right. But I'm sure that didn't happen overnight. And like, there was a journey behind that. So I would say, you know, I'm really big. We talked about this in a previous episode of, placing sort of an inner reward system or like a self reward system. So I would go to like, what is your goal for the week? You know, if, if you are in a position where you feel like you're not being your authentic self in your most intimate relationships, is there one person you can start this journey with in your life that you can start revealing yourself over time and at the pace that you're comfortable with, can you journal about it and reveal it to yourself? I mean, sometimes it's just even healing to put it down on paper, you know, and, and also work through like, what is the fear? Why, why are you not revealing these specific parts of yourself? Do you even know what you're hiding and why, you know, do that self work and then also reward yourself for doing that work with, you know, whatever it is, I I think changing the language and how we speak to ourselves is probably one of the most important is one of the most important things, in my opinion, that we can do instead of, you know, when I worked in, in New York, in Manhattan, I would look at these women and my mind would just automatically compare and automatically be like, wow, like, she's so tall. Look at how she walks in these heels. Mm. Look at all that. And it wasn't from a place of that's amazing. I can do that. It was coming from a place of, oh my God, I'm not that. Okay. Yeah. And I would, and, and that adds up. And so I, like one of the first things I did like 10 years ago was like, I need to change myself dialogue and I'm still practicing that today. But doing things like that, being mindful of how, of your inner thoughts and is it negative? Is it making you feel good? If it's not making you feel good, change it. I don't care what it even is that you change it to. It could be completely different. It could be like you're walking down the city and you compare yourself to someone and then you start thinking about vacationing in Tahiti. It doesn't even have to be, you know, a reframe of that moment. If you don't want it to be just starting to change your mind to what to from negative to positive you know it's just that simple it's that simple and and it could be whatever the positive is it could be a vacation it it doesn't have to be on the topic I think doing things like that and then at the end of the week at the end of the day just being like you know what I leaned into fear like I leaned into growth I leaned into the hard work I I I made such improvement today and I am so proud of myself. Be your own best cheerleader. And to me, again, my, I love communication. So that's my reward is talking to myself that way at the end of the day and and taking stock of what I did. That would be 
my personal advice. What about for you? I think it's, um, I know how hard it is to get it out, to even muster up the courage to say something you feel so deep or you're so stressed about. Obviously what you're feeling means so much to you that if that person reacts a a bad way to it, it it feels like it's going to make you crumble and you're going to lose everything. Right. At least that's how I felt. Mm -hmm. But I really think that developing little habits for yourself, if you're feeling down and you don't even want to talk to anyone, you don't even want to talk to yourself, do something else, do something physically Mm. to get that out or to clear your mind of it where you're not thinking about that anymore. Best case, do something for yourself that makes you happy. Mm -hmm. For me, I don't think I'm someone who journals, Mm -hmm. but I do like to grab my jump rope or I do like to listen to very sad music and mope. Mm -hmm. But that music, the instruments and the singing, it releases it for me. I think developing little habits like that for yourself when you're alone that you enjoy to really just get it out of you. Just pay attention to those little habits and how they make you feel and start picking up a little bit more healthy habits. I think that you'll find, okay, these are for me. This is what I love to do. This is what I want. And this is what I want to keep. And it kind of projects this, all right, well, if I voice myself to this person, I'm going to feel better. And if that person reacts badly, it doesn't necessarily mean that they don't love you or they don't accept you. It could also mean that they just don't know how to handle it. And then that's something you both can work on together. And I know there's this big misconception on, I shouldn't have to tell someone how to love me because I was guilty of that. But you kind of do. You have to tell someone what works for you, what isn't working for you, Mm -hmm. so then they could respect your boundaries. But you have to put your boundaries out there first for them to respect them. Yeah. That's what I would say. I love, I want to like go back to a few things that you said because I loved it all. So the one thing you had said, you talked about like crumbling, you know, you had said that crumbling feeling, you know, or feeling like you're crumbling if you expose yourself to someone and it just doesn't pan out the way that that you hoped. And I think that's really important also in terms of waking up the next day and you woke up the next day. Right. <laughs> like there are like there are you know yeah. I, that's another thing that I've told myself with like leaning into the things that I'm fearful of. It's like okay, I have anxiety about this, like I'm building it up in my mind, whatever that is, you know, for me it's it's probably going to be around communicating my truth and so okay I'm building this conversation up in my head how's it gonna go are they even gonna like me afterwards and then I do it and it may not have been the most graceful you know or eloquent uh expression but I did it and then I go to sleep and I wake up the next day and the sun comes out you know and I feel like I say that not to minimize it I say it because for me it actually is really empowering because it's you go through it and then we're washable. Like you just, you move on, you go Mm -hmm. through it, you feel the anxiety, you go through the experience and then you can feel better for it because you survived it. Like when you were listening to music and you said like, it lets you mope. (laughs) So that, I think that's super important too. Like we talked about reward, but also catharsis, I think Mm -hmm. is the key there. 
like whether it's journaling, whether it's music, whether it's painting, whether it's jumping rope, like having an outlet because, you know, hopefully we can make this fun work. <laughs> like that would be the dream to, yes, we're all here to grow, but if we can somehow interject fun in it, that would be amazing. But we all need an outlet, you know, along the journey, whether we hopefully are having fun with it or not. I think that's really, really important and, and can ease, can make things easier. Um, but I love it. And I just want to say, as we're wrapping this up, that I have seen a difference in you. And I do believe that we get, oh, the, yeah, we get the teachers in our life that we need we you know because we're all here to learn specific lessons and i have no doubt that she was put in your life for a reason but i just feel like your confidence you've never been more confident right since yeah. i've known you yeah and authentic and it's just awesome it's very contagious and infectious too and in, in the best way yes and and honesty is we have to embrace honesty and embracing it means the good, the bad and ugly because honesty mm. is uncomfortable. It's great and powerful and we all want it, but if we want it, we have to start living it ourselves too. It's humbling, mm -hmm. but you, you're better for it in right. the long run. <laughs> you just have to in the moment like, Oh, oh boy, ego. Can you step out of the room? Right. <laughs> goodness me. Bear yourself. If you want to have an authentic life, you have to bear yourself. If you want someone to love you the way you want, like we all do, have someone close and know us more than anyone else in our life, how are they going to have the chance to ever do that if you hide? Oh, that's so true. I yeah. like that. Bear yourself. Yeah. I love that. Well, thank you for bearing yourself to me. Thank you for always bearing yourself to me <laughs> and to on this podcast. I think this is awesome and I love you so much. And, and to our listeners, start you, bearing yourself. Yes. Even if it's just to yourself to begin right, with. Right. Yeah. It's, it's so it's freeing, even if it's uncomfortable, like Eliza said, it's so freeing. Yes. And may you believe in yourself as much as we believe in you. And thanks as always for listening. Bye guys. Love y'all.